All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first. Listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and participate in the conversation by commenting down below and upvoting the video itself. We are here with Tim Thomas, the legend, the man, the myth. He is in the house today, and we are going to try and figure out what is going on with Ole Miss basketball. You up for it, Tim? Yes, let's try to. We'll, we'll do our <laughs> best. I'm not sure if we can do it, but we'll try it. Yeah, and I've racked my mind over and over again. I'm like, how did this happen against North Alabama? Because North Alabama not had wasn't just un, winless against SEC teams. They had never defeated a Power 5 team. And there was an article, I think, on 24-7 Sports about Miles Burns. And everybody knows Miles Burns is my guy on the show. He's the one I point out every single week. He's my favorite player that's played for Ole Miss since Jason Smith. And, Tim, he, he didn't hold back, did he? Interesting article. Uh, pretty much what we've been talking about for the last month. And uh, I try not to name names. Uh, a couple of times I'll mention someone that may be soft or something. <laughs> but uh, he, he pretty well spells it out. He don't name names either. But effort issues, uh, mindset, they, they're not consistent. They don't they don't play hard all the time. They play hard sometimes or when they feel like they have to. I'm not sure what's going on with the team. Kermit, that's his job to find out. Uh, I don't know if it's NIL issues. I, I don't know if it's jealousy, selfishness. All that comes to play to make a team. If you, to make a team, you got to be together, got to have the same mindset. And it really helps if everyone – is putting forth all the effort and playing as hard as they can all the time. Yeah, it. this was North Alabama game. Ole Miss would spurt out, and they'd play well for get out to a 10, 12-point lead, and then they'd just kind of go into the shell and let North Alabama back into the game. And if you let a team win this, in the game that many times, eventually confidence is going to take over, and they're going to think they can beat you. And that's, I think that's exactly what happened. It just got to the five-minute mark, and North Alabama's like, we, we can beat these guys. And then it just went out and did it. There is there is that issue of confidence. They know their confidence level. And a lot of the guys, and we talked about it a month ago, mm-hmm. we're offensively challenged. Um, Morrell, Ruffin can score at times, and sometimes they really can't. If you look at the stats the last couple of games, Morrell has not been really good from three. But what are the other choices? Uh, Ruffin, you know, at times can go in and get the ball up and get it in. Sometimes he can't. Uh, we talked about him being small. On defense, he's a detriment. Uh, several times gets uh, UNA, the kid Nate Lane. They, they put him down low, and he just shot an easy layup with no problem at all. And no effort by the defense. Several times the guards just came right down the middle of the paint and there were several blocks along the way. I'm not discounting that. But a lot of times they would just make their way. First of all, the guard can't let him do that. But their guards, Lane and Ortiz, they just outplayed our guards bad. It was terrible to, to the point. So we got guard issues of consistency, effort. I think Morrell, you know, he, he said the other day against Tempo, he wanted to guard their best player. He wanted to guard their guy that scores the most. I saw him guarding a guy from uh, – UNA some too, but he'd already hit six threes. So how can you hit six threes and then all of a sudden 
you start guarding this guy. So there's an issue there. I'm not going into that. You just work with, work on that one yourself. But there, there are issues among the team, the coaches, staff, getting the message to the team and them playing hard all the time. It's just not happening. Yeah, and, and Kermit Davis has said it and Miles um, Burns said it in the 24-7 article. The two practices before the North Alabama game were amongst the worst practices of the season. And everybody, it's a, you practice how you play. That, that, that is a real thing. And why is this team thinking they were good enough to where they could overlook anybody? That's, that's hard to say. I'm, uh, I can't understand it. It's beyond my mental grasp. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, they're all um, pretty much four stars, I would say. Uh, I think um, Ruffin might have been a borderline five-star. McDonald's All-American. But that's just on paper. That's just talk. you got to walk the talk. The old saying we've always talked about. And they're not doing it. A lot of those guys, and I don't know which ones it is, I'm not going to name them either, kind of like Miles. He didn't want to name them. But I can see it. I can watch it. I know the defensive, uh, the way they got to guard. I understand they got to block out. I understand they got to make an effort. And some of those guys, I see it. Kermit sees it. I know he does. And I, I'm going to be uh, as nice as I know how. And I, I don't want to uh, hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, sometimes on, on teams, and it, the word is cancer. I'm not referring and I'm making fun of cancer. It's a terrible disease. But sometimes on teams, there are players, a player or players that are cancers on a, on this team. And I'm thinking there, there is. I'm not going to name you. I know a couple of guys that are really not making it up. They got all kind of built in. Just like Miles said, this team actually has the talent and the makeup of winning the SEC West. I really believe that. We have saw it at the, at the tournament uh, in Bahamas. We saw it on several games, how great they look and how they look so good. But when it comes down to consistent play or inconsistent play and effort 100% of the time, it's not happening. Uh, he's putting people in off and, you know, just everybody trying to play. He's playing 13 people a lot of the times. He's got to get the six to eight, eight probably, maybe 10, eight, eight players realistically, realistically that he feels good about, and they're going to give all the effort, and, and they're going to do what he tells them to do. That's what he's got to get, in my opinion. Okay, so we talk about this whole problem and everything's going down. Well, our reward is in about a week we have the Tennessee Volunteers against the Ole Miss Rebels. And talk about just jumping straight into a top 10 game, into SEC play, coming off of what's going to be a quad four loss, which could be an NCAA tournament resume killer. What When you need it 21 wins or 22 wins to get in, now you probably need 23 or 24. That's what that loss has done. Uh how do you handle like just a jump from quad four to just straight into the deep end with the Tennessee Volunteers? What's good about it is, as we just said, they have the talent to do it. They have the talent. They have the, they have the offense to do it. It's just not happening. Things are not missing. They're not coming together. Uh, and a couple of years ago, there was no one who thought we'd have beat Tennessee. We beat them at home. It was during the COVID issues a couple years ago, and we beat them. So it's possible, but it's got to be a total upper-level change, mindset, effort, consistency, team. they got to come together as a team, and that's not happening. But as we saw, Mississippi State got beat by Drake. Uh, 
several other uh, teams of getting beat. Uh, Iowa got beat by Eastern Illinois. There's there's several games out there that, that somehow or another, if you got seven players and two or three of them, like we said before, can hit threes, and UNA had that guy. They had Ortiz. He could really shoot it, and he hit them. It wasn't no doubt. And they had other guys, Lane and a, a Johnson guy, that really made things happen. So if you have two or three guys and your other team, which is Ole Miss, is playing lackadaisical, not really – putting forth the effort, just kind of going through the motions, getting ready for Christmas holidays. They want to go buy their girlfriend a gift or something with all that NIL money. Did I say that? Oh, sorry about that. I'm just saying there is issues. There's selfishness and there's jealousy. And if this team doesn't come together quickly, it's going to get bad. Yeah. This is a team that really cannot afford a bad start in the SEC. And then you look at the first four games and it's just brutal. I mean, you look at it and you're like, okay, I'm not as concerned about the Auburn Tigers. Still a good basketball team. But then you look up, Mississippi State's ranked up in the top 25. So it's like those two have flipped. So that top four is still just as hard as it was. Out of those top four, how do you you expect this Ole Miss team to come out of it? It's it's going to be really tough. Hmm. I I, I, I think if we can get ourselves together, we can play Tennessee well. It'll be at home, so that that's a big factor as we talk about. You know, before we get started, we're ten to nothing ahead of them. Before we get started, if we have a good crowd, I'm hoping we'll have a good crowd. SEC starting. The players should be rejuvenated. Uh, went home for Christmas and they're back and they're ready to get going. And I know Kermit's going to be preaching team, 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 and hopefully they will buy into this. Are they going to get embarrassed? But I believe they will. I believe they'll buy into it. I'm um, hopefully they'll play Tennessee good at home. Away from home against Alabama, that's going to be a different ball game. I, I, I just don't feel good about that. It's hard to win away from home. And Alabama, if you've watched them at all, they got several guys, a couple of freshman guys that are okay. NAA prospects next year. They won't be playing in the SEC. They'll be playing on the NBA. But anything can happen. They might take us lightly. So it's a mindset, uh, effort, consistency, and playing together as a team if you're going to be successful in the SEC. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From your games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I always appreciate the legend Tim Thomas coming in and dropping some wisdom on us on college basketball and Tim, it's 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 about to get real, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry I was a little blunt sometimes. <laughs> it, it's it, it's just it is irritating to me. It's frustrating, um, you know, being a former player and seeing this happen. And but it can be changed. You know, it's not going to be. You know, Mike Bianco baseball team they were bad. I, I don't see it happening to that degree, especially to win the next championship. But it can be turned around quickly mm-hmm. if everybody buys into it. And hopefully yeah, but, Kermit can make this out. He's been doing this 40 years. So yeah. I, I'm going to give him credit, and I, I think we're going to do good against Tennessee. We'll see. Yeah, the one thing that this basketball team is more than anything else is confidence. Yes. That, 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 that is the next step for this team to get anywhere close to their goals. They have to become a confident bunch. And to do that, they're going to need some success against Tennessee, against Alabama, and it's very hard environment. So – it's one of those things, I guess, steel creates steel, right? And that's the saying, steel makes steel. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, hopefully cautiously confident 
But uh, we'll see how it goes. If they have some good practices and Kermit's going to really get to them, now he's going to talk to them about this. Uh, he, he's going to read that same article by Miles, and Miles is telling like it is. So they got to have some leaders like Miles, like we talked about, Robert Allen, some of these guys that are really uh, the team listens to as a whole. And when they if they listen to them, then they got to be able to get them going at the first of the game and keep them going all through the game. And it's just part of it. That's part of being a leader, being a captain of this team. And they do need several guys to pick this team up for it to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tim. Um, I will see you next week, and we'll be talking about the Tennessee Volunteers likely. All right. Thank you, Stephen. God bless. All right. Take care, man.